You are now listening to the Lunch and Learn with Dr. Barry. This is episode 22. Thanks for listening to the Lunch and Learn with Dr. Barry, here to help educate, motivate, and put you on the right path to take control of your health through weekly discussions on topics in the medical field, public health arena, and in your community. And now your host, Dr. Barry. Welcome to the Lunch and Learn today with Dr. Barry. We're going to be going on part two of my discussion on raising a child with autism. And we're going to be talking a little bit more on the differences in raising a child with autism and raising siblings with who don't really appear to have any autistic um, presentation. For today's show notes, please go to drpiersblog.com forward slash LLP. Zero two two again for the show notes. Please go to drpiersblog.com forward slash LLP zero two two. Now stay tuned for a great episode. And um, today I wanted to kind of you know give even a little bit more you know personal touch on it, especially when we talk about you know how I'm raised because I do have I have three children total um, with uh, my twins, my my youngest twins. Um, uh, you know they're about they're almost about a year and like hmm, a year and like eight months now. Um, and uh, for them, kind of seeing my daughter having to adjust uh, to, uh, you know, new siblings and share toys and, you know, those types of things um, has been very interesting and a uh, very uh, telling uh, dynamic. Um, I think one of the things, especially kind of when I look when I, when I look at some of the differences of how I kind of treat uh, my oldest daughter and even my, my two younger ones is uh, because my oldest daughter, her one of her big things was like the delay and speech delay and from a communication aspect. Um, so a lot of our communication was more built on the actions uh, that we did. So like I'd have to like if she wanted milk, I'd have to show her milk, point milk until she gets to the point where she understands milk is what I want when I want to drink. She, of course, she doesn't say all of that. Um, and those signs, but like uh, kind of seeing, watching my twins kind of grow up and seeing uh, how much how much more verbal they are, especially at an early age, um, definitely was eye opening for me because then that kind of you know gave that stark contrast and say, oh okay, wow, I, I didn't realize you, you guys talked as much as you did because you know with my with our daughter she wasn't very talkative. So she was, you know, she again, she mouthed a lot of things. She was, like I said, she was very active, you know, jumping around, you know, you know, couldn't tell her nothing uh, from a social construct. She was, um, she liked being around people, liked being around us, of course, but liked being around people. And that wasn't really her thing. But when it came to, you know, just kind of to verbalize and, uh, you know, be comfortable in her situation, like those were some of the, the telling differences that I already see uh, in my twins from a different standpoint. Like uh, my daughter, my youngest daughter, she, you know, she talks a mile a minute. Like you can't stop her from talking, um, which is definitely uh, one of the contrasts I've had to learn. Kind of raising them both, uh, because with my oldest daughter, you know, because you know, I was used to her not talking a lot. Um, you know, every time where you know we're just kind of doing our thing, and I, you know, I just kind of almost forget uh, that we need to even have a conversation because we were we had gotten so down packed as far as um, our mannerisms and our behaviors and knowing what she wants, knowing when she wants it, um, uh, that you know having to kind of relearn that like I had to like be uh, you know even force her to kind of even be more verbal um, as she uh, as we need her to be 
uh, was definitely a learning transition for me. So what happens sometimes when I'm dealing with my youngest twins, um, sometimes I'll forget. Like, I forget, like, I'm supposed to be, like, you know, Gaga, Google, and, you know, they'll do that. Um, talking with them uh, because, like, they're they're just asking me about them. And now, like, they're in this uh, what's that stage. Every Everything they want to know, they want to know what that is. So we're, like, having to, like, you know, uh, almost parent, uh, like, two different styles, which, you know, which is very common um, in uh, families with uh, autistic children because, again, just because you have the one autistic children doesn't mean you'll have multiple autistic children, right? Um, so uh, learning to have to kind of balance uh, your parenting styles to make sure that you're benefiting not only um, your child who is autistic but your child who isn't uh, was something that, you know, I definitely had to um, and still have to uh, work on, uh, you know, uh, you know, improving and, you know, getting better. Hey, Jesse, thank you for joining. Um, Jesse, we're talking about uh, my daughter and my youngest twins uh, as far as, you know, different uh, parenting styles I've had to learn, especially with my oldest daughter being autistic and my um, youngest daughter's uh, youngest daughter and son um, really not showing any signs for any type of delay, at least at this point, um, uh, moving forward. So that was definitely something like I had to, uh, you know, be very mindful of and just be uh, more uh, vigilant and uh, more deliberate uh, when I'm talking, uh, especially now. Like I said, I, I referenced I talked about it on Tuesday where now my daughter goes to um, Palm Beach School of Autism. And like like I said, they've been like flat out amazing. Right. So they've they've gotten her to be much more verbal um, and much more deliberate in what she wants and how she wants it. And um, so, again, she's so she's starting to learn now. Hey, I want. I want this, I want that. Um, or, you know, she'll gesture, like she'll point at the milk or she'll go get the milk herself. So it's, it's, it's definitely been very interesting kind of seeing that transition uh, from having a kid who really wasn't verbal, who really wasn't talking very much, uh, to one who, again, like we like I said, like almost talks too much. So now we got to like tell her, like, it's okay, be quiet, be like, uh, relax. Um, now to the point where, like, now my daughter, like, for now, like, I don't know, especially my parents out there, um, the two movies like, I've had to watch probably a million times, right? Is well, not now. Actually, is the third one now. Um, Frozen. Like I had to watch that. Like I, I, I lost count the amount of times I had to watch Frozen. Um, then it was Finding Dory, uh, and now it's uh, Moana. And for those who haven't watched Moana, it's actually a great movie, even for the adults. So you go ahead and watch up uh, Moana. Um, a shout out to Disney. Um, but it was definitely very interesting to kind of see. Like now, even with my daughter, my oldest daughter again uh, watches those movies. She sings along with them. She talks with them. Uh, she knows a lot of those things word for word because from an intelligence standpoint and that was something I had to learn too especially when I first um uh, when I first, you know, read and started, you know, having to read up. Hey, Amanda. Hey, thank you for joining. When I had to start reading up on autism and uh, just, you know, you know what to expect as a parent, right? Because unfortunately, there wasn't really uh, a lot of information. There was there was a lot of like broken up information at one website and another website or one foundation, another foundation. But it wasn't really like one like you know pinpoint area where I could like, okay, hey, now your child's autistic. What do you do now? Like there wasn't anything of that. Um, uh, out there. Uh, so, you know, just trying to, you know, get all these bits and pieces of information together and kind of seeing like, okay, all right, well, you know, um, you know, as she, she kind of progresses and moves along, especially from a developmental standpoint, you know, these are some of the, the, the highlights that uh, we're going to see. These are some of the, um, you know, the low um, lights that we're going to see with her. And these, and these are some of the obstacles that you may run into as we uh, move forward. And uh, seeing, you know, my daughter now, like, again, to the point where she, like, she, every year she does these um, 
um, evaluation type test for from a developmental standpoint to kind of see where she grades at. And I mean, to see comparison to her her scores before she started the school and her scores afterwards is like, you know, uh, pretty much phenomenal. Um, and even though now she's in the school of autism, um, at, but but like there's always there's been always plans to, that she could possibly transition, especially when um, she's ready and um, you know from like I think uh, you know she moves up in grade level to even transition to like a regular school, uh, which is something that you know um, if you would have asked us that two two and a half years ago, we would have probably like ah, probably not. Uh, even though my wife's still probably um, I'm always still going back and forth on whether we're going to put her in a regular school, so we're not even sure. Um, she's, she's thinking homeschool, um, so we're not even sure as far as that um, aspect of it. But again, it, I think it is, it is very nice to kind of see like, oh, wow, she's made so much improvements that a regular school is definitely possible. So definitely excited, um, you know, uh, on those types of news there because, you know, it was definitely, uh, you know, a great sign of, you know, something that we love to, to hear, uh, especially when we deal with autism. Um, and again, like I, I said, uh, I talked about it on Tuesday. My wife is actually going to be here. We're thinking next Thursday. My wife's going to we're going to do like um, um, a I'm not sure she's going to come to the office or we're going to do like a. You know, like a picture-in-picture picture type thing for for the Facebook Live, uh, and we're just gonna talk about you know autism, and she's gonna be talking about some of the comorbidities, and then she's gonna be talking about some of the stuff that she um, uh, does as well, and um, some of the things that she's gonna be providing, especially for uh, parents um, who dealing with um, uh, who kids with kids with autism, and you know, kind of you know you know kind of I think for one thing, trying to get them to not like hit some of the hurdles that we had to hit because again even though again I was a physician you know whatever whatever and you know she was in that field there were still you know hurdles and um, obstacles that we kind of had to go over um, and uh, move past you know just to, to get to the next level as well so um, definitely excited to hear from her next week I've been uh, and she has a blog post coming out tomorrow um, so please uh, and, and I'm, I'm gonna get on her because she was supposed to write it Wednesday but she did it um, and that's okay so you know uh, we so we didn't get a post on Wednesday but she she's writing one she's already you know pretty much writing for t um, Friday um, uh, to talk about a little bit of her point as well so again I didn't want to just kind of recap on what we talked about we um, we talked a little bit more about you know uh, you know autism and uh, the um, the effects that it has again almost like a part two of Tuesdays of how has it had on me from a, like a fatherhood perspective, and uh, we kind of uh, talked about the compare and contrast of uh, what it's like raising a child with autism, and then you know raising other children who who don't really seem to be having that uh, developmental delay, and understanding you know making sure that we you're maximizing your parenthood and your parenthooding skills that uh, both. Uh, sets of parties kind of benefit. Um, so again, I don't want to keep you guys on here long. It's been amazing. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Lunch and Learn with Dr. Barry. If you want to find out more about the episode, please go to www.lunchlearnpod.com. That's www.lunchlearn. Pod.com for the show notes and any links that may have been mentioned in today's episode. If you are interested in joining the Lunch Learn Pod community, head over to either the website lunchlearnpod.com or join us on Facebook and Twitter 
with the same username, LunchLearnPod. And again, you can find uh, all of these links on uh, the website. If you have any questions, any comments, or any requests for uh, topics to you know debut on the show, please let that be known. And don't forget to use uh, the hashtag LunchLearnPod when you're listening to the episode. Again, I want to thank you for taking the time to listen to today's episode, and I'll see you next week.